0: Good afternoon, and welcome to week five of Starter From the Bottom with Caleb Nixon and Joey Polizzi. This week, we're reviewing the memorable story of Kurt Warner's miraculous journey to a Hall of Fame career. Kurt Warner was born on June 22, 1971, in Burlington, Iowa. Kurt Warner would attend Regis High School in Cedar Rapids. There, he excelled in basketball, baseball, and football. After earning the starting quarterback position his junior year, his high school coach recognized Warner's on-the-field intelligence and even allowed him to sometimes call his own plays. By Warner's senior year in 1988, he'd play himself to state honors, earning a trip to Iowa's Shrine Bowl, a game that features the state's top players. There he led his squad to victory and took home MVP honors.
1: Disappointed by the lack of interest from any bigger college football programs, Warner ended up at the University of Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls, a Division I AA school. After redshirting his freshman year, Warner was sent to the bench for the next three seasons. He thought about quitting and only stayed on after his parents convinced him. Finally, in his fifth year at UNI, Warner got a chance as the starting quarterback. He led the Panthers to an 8-3 record, a playoff berth, and won Offensive Player of the Year in the Missouri Valley Conference. Despite his senior success, Warner's dream of playing in the NFL seemed unlikely.
0: He went undrafted in the 1994 NFL draft, and very few teams showed interest in him. The Green Bay Packers did invite him to training camp, however, the team just cut him five weeks after signing him. Warner held on to his NFL dream. He took a job in Cedar Falls stocking supermarket shelves for $5.50 an hour, trained during the day at his old college, and told anyone who would listen that he'd be an NFL quarterback one day. In 1995, Warner was asked to play for the Iowa Barnstormers of the Arena Football League. He was named to the AFL's first team All-Arena in 1996 after he led his team to to an Arena Bowl appearance. However, before the 1997 AFL season, Warner thought he finally got a shot at the NFL. He requested and got a tryout with the Chicago Bears, but after an injury to his throwing elbow caused by a spider bite sustained during his honeymoon, this prevented him from attending the tryout. Warner would come back and play for the Barnstormers, where he was named to the AFL's first team all-arena once again. He also led the team to another Arena Bowl appearance. As a result, Warner's performance was so impressive that he was later named the 12th out of the 20th best arena football players of all time. In just three seasons, Warner threw for 10,465 yards, 183 touchdowns, with a pass rating of 107.84. This wasn't the end of Kurt Warner's struggles, however. The St. Louis Rams had offered Warner a contract But in 1998, he was sent to play for the Amsterdam Admirals in Europe. He did return to the Rams official roster in the 1998 season, but he was the third string quarterback. After the Rams signed Trent Green to be their starter of the 1999 season and traded Tony Banks to the Ravens, Warner was now the second string quarterback. This was when Warner's dream became a reality.
1: He had finally got his opportunity. Trent Green, the starter of the Rams, suffered a torn ACL in a preseason game. Warner was now the starting quarterback for the St. Louis Rams. Not just that, but Kurt Warner put on a show that year. He threw for 4,353 yards, 41 touchdowns, and a 65.1% completion rate. Along with Marshall Falk on the team, the team was unstoppable. The offense even received the name, The Greatest Show on Turf. He was named the 1999 NFL MVP and gave the Rams their first playoff burst since 1989. The show did not stop there. Warner marched the Rams to the playoffs and won the Super Bowl by defeating the Tennessee Titans. He threw for 414 yards, plus two touchdowns, and won the Super Bowl MVP. In 2000, Warner signed a seven-year contract worth $47 million with the Rams. He dealt with some adversity in that season, but in 2001, he quickly returned to his MVP form. He won the award that year and led his team to an NFL best 14-2 record. He took the Rams to the Super Bowl once again, but fell to the great duo of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Warner's 2002-2004 seasons were relatively disappointing. He was pulled as the Rams starter in 2002 for an injury, and in 2003, he was pulled for turnover issues. Finally, in 2004, the Rams released him. The Giants decided to take a shot on him, but by the end of the year, rookie quarterback Eli Manning had taken over the starting job. In 2005, Warner had gotten another shot with the Cardinals. He went back and forth with the starting job, but played well enough to earn the starting nod by the end of the year. The season did end in week 15 after partially tearing his MCL. In 2006, he signed a three-year contract extension with the Cardinals worth up to $24 million with incentives. He struggled the following year once again, going back and forth between that starting job. 2007 was fairly similar. He had bright spots in that year, but he couldn't play well enough to lock in the starting spot. Finally, in 2008, he got the starting spot and he had a great season passing for 4,583 yards and 30 touchdowns. He clinched the NFC West division and the Cardinals first playoff berth since 1998. The Cardinals fought their way through the postseason, defeating the Falcons, Panthers and the Eagles to advance to the Super Bowl. The Cardinals ultimately lost to the Steelers by a score of 27 to 23. Santonio Holmes made a spectacular catch to put the Steelers up late in the game and the Cardinals were not able to respond. In 2009, Warner had another solid year with the Cardinals. He did battle with injuries throughout the year, but he was able to lead them to the postseason. He also broke the single-game completion rate with a 92.3% rating in a game. During the postseason, he beat the Packers in the first round and lost to the future Super Bowl champion, New Orleans Saints. He did get injured during this game, which caused him to sit for the second half. He retired the following season in 2010. He was inducted into the Arena Football Hall of Fame in 2010. He was also selected into the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame in 2014. Finally, he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2017. He is the only player to be inducted into the Pro Football and Arena Football Hall of Fame. Warner was a two-time MVP, a Super Bowl champion, and broke a few NFL records along the way. He now works for the NFL Network as an analyst and continues to do so to this day. So, Joey, just another week here. What a great story. I mean, Kurt Warner, Super Bowl champ. And, you know, I think the craziest part, in my opinion, is the fact that he got the starting job the same year he won the Super Bowl, his first starting job.
0: You talk about someone getting an opportunity and making the most of it. You know, that's what Kurt Warner did in his first season in the NFL. This was the guy who went back and forth between playing in the Europe League, playing in the Arena Football League, to finally getting a shot. And look what he did. He led his team to a 13-3 and record and not even that. But he won MVP that season and was an all-pro quarterback. So that's just a great story in
1: itself. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there again, but... Just, I mean, what a great story. We'll start in college here. Um, you, you know, no, he was he was pretty good in high school. Um, when your coach in high school gives you the responsibility and the trust to call your own place, um, that's something you don't see too often. That, that shows the caliber to be a professional quarterback, maybe not in the NFL, um, maybe not starting in the NFL. But, I mean, high school is where it all started for Kurt Warner.
0: Yeah, and I think his coach believed that Kurt Warner can one day, you know, be a player in the NFL if he works hard at it. You know, what high school coach is going to give their high school player who's, remember, 16, 17 years old, the job of calling your own plays on the field. You just don't see that. And what Kurt Warner's coach was able to do, that just showed Kurt Warner, you know, he has potential to be a good quarterback in college and in the pros if he can get there.
1: Yeah, and so he moves into college. Um, He really doesn't get as much playing time as he hoped. He got benched for about three seasons and he wanted to quit. I mean, I think that's a a definition of starting from the bottom. I mean, there are times where it's hard. There are times where you want to quit and you just want to give up and give in to the challenge. But it shows who Kurt Warner is um, continuing throughout college. And it it truly showed in his senior season.
0: Yeah, before we get into the senior season, I think Kurt Warner, you know, he thought he was better than what schools were making him out to be. He thought he was going to get a D1 offer. He only got a Division I AA school and that was the University of Northern Iowa who was not the best at football. So he was extremely frustrated by this, but I believe he thought that, you know, after registering his freshman year, he was going to get an opportunity to be the starter of that team. However, they decided differently and he actually didn't get his first opportunity till his fifth year in college. So He really started from the bottom, and he stuck with football. And I think a lot of people at this time would have walked away from the game of football.
1: Yeah, it would have been hard to continue. Uh, But, you know, like you mentioned, I mean, he gets into that fifth year. He does start, um, leads to an 8-3 and record, a playoff berth, and he won Offensive Player of the Year in in his conference. Um, You know, starting from one year in college, it might not be enough to get to the NFL. And like you mentioned, it's probably unlikely. Um, and so going into the draft, there were a couple teams that showed interest, but ultimately he really didn't have many options.
0: 100%. He, he wasn't going to get drafted 100%. I mean, you look at him, he set out his first four years in college just because he wasn't good enough to be the starter. And this was at a division two AA school. So what makes you think what makes team believe that he was ready for the big stage? And I just think teams weren't ready to give him the nod and allow him to make an NFL roster. But this did not stop Kurt Warner. He still believed that he was going to be an NFL quarterback someday.
1: Yeah. And he worked at it. Um, you mentioned he took a job in Cedar Falls, stocking supermarket shelves for five fifty an hour. I mean, can you imagine going to the supermarket and you're, you're buying your, your laundry detergent and you look over and Kurt Warner stocking the shelf. I mean, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, obviously, people didn't know him at that time, but, you know, it'd be one of those experiences where you possibly look over and you ask where the right laundry detergent is. And then five years later, you see him on the TV leading his football team to the Super Bowl.
0: It's just a crazy story. But Kurt Warner never gave up. You know, he took that job making very little money, but at that time it was probably a decent amount, 5 an hour. But you look at him, he did not give up. He still trained every single day to be a better player, to try to make an impact and make an NFL
1: roster one day. Yeah. And so after this work, he goes into that, uh, the Barnstormers, the Arena Football League, um, and he he excelled. I mean, the Arena Football League, for people that don't know, it's a, it's a pretty serious league. I mean. it's still, it's obviously not as, as good as the NFL, but it's still similar experience. You're still playing with guys in in hopes to go to the NFL and want to do this for a living. And so when he excelled in the all arena league, as you talked about Joey, um, I think that was the start for him to get noticed. And we see that.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's just unfortunate for him because after a great season for the Iowa barnstormers great season he put up so many records in that first season and you know the bears they they got a out for kurt warner but just his luck was not on his side yet I and mean, then a spider bite on his honeymoon prevents him from going and getting a chance in the nfl that's just so unlucky
1: don't you think yeah i mean it's a definition of unlucky but you know there are times where we see this unluckiness it's just what's your response going to be and Kurt Warner's response was, I mean, it's Kurt Warner. It's a it's a Kurt Warner response. He said, basically, let me just keep dominating
0: in the arena football league this following season. He did just that, again, leading his team to the postseason and, you know, making first team all arena league once again. So it didn't stop him. You know, he still believed that if he fought hard and just keep pushing himself in the arena football league teams would recognize him, and he would finally get a shot.
1: And he got a shot. I mean, 1998, he was with the St. Louis Rams. I wouldn't say on the St. Louis Rams because he he did get sent over to Europe to play for a year, maybe half a year, um, because he did return to that roster in 1998. But, you know, being the third-string quarterback, you look at some teams, and especially in nowadays in NFL, um, some teams really don't even have three Three quarterbacks on their active roster I believe it's limited to a 53-man roster and some people believe in having one backup quarterback and then if it comes down to it they're going to throw in an emergency quarterback so I mean it's 1998 and he's the third string roster what do you think's going through his mind
0: he thinks he's better than this and he believes he deserves to at least be the backup but he believes in his heart he should be a starter he looks at his time in the arena football league throwing for over 10,000 yards in three seasons, 183 pass touchdowns. He was completely dominating the arena football league. And he believes that his talent can transfer over to the NFL and he's still not getting the opportunity, which he becomes really frustrated, really frustrated.
1: Yeah. And unlike the unluckiness that we saw earlier in his career, I think partially to getting this starting job here, um, was due to some luckiness. You know, The Rams decided to trade um, Tony Banks to the Ravens um, and also Trent Green. It's one of those situations. He was a starter of the Rams. Yes, uh, Warner was the backup, but you don't see quarterbacks really or any players get hurt in the preseason that much because they don't play that much. I mean, usually teams will save for starters for the regular season. So, I mean, bad luck for Trent Green, but now it's turning around for Kurt Warner. He's gotten is, a little bit lucky.
0: This is the time Kurt Warner knew he has to step up if he ever wants a shot again in the NFL. This is a shot. If he wants to be proven, if he wants to show that he's a good NFL quarterback, he's got one chance. He's got to prove it.
1: Yeah, and I tell you what, it's it it's it's the minimum to say Kurt Warner took advantage of this opportunity. The maximum is he absolutely destroyed any other chance for any quarterback to come back and start for the St. Louis Rams. I mean, to come in as your first year as a starting quarterback and throw for over 4,300 yards and 40 touchdowns on top of that, he wins MVP. I mean, how are you just not in, involved in, in nerves and how, how is he, how does he just do this, Joey?
0: He knew that he was better than what teams made him out to be. That's what it came down to his hard work. He started from the bottom. This is what the show is. Started from the bottom. This this guy was not recruited out of high school. He didn't get a spot on UNI for the first four years, but he still worked hard. Even after he didn't get drafted, he still worked hard. He lived for this moment. And in his first season, led the league in completion percentage, led the league in touchdowns, led the league in yards per attempt, led the league in quarterback rating. In his first season in the NFL, I don't know any other quarterback that's done this,
1: yeah, I do not either, and it goes to show. I mean, paired with Marshall Falk, um, to, get, to get the term the greatest show on turf, I mean, that's it's turned into a a name now. I mean, everyone knows what it is. You're a football fan, you know the greatest show on turf is Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. I mean, that, that offense was just unstoppable. Kurt Warner came out of nowhere and just led that St. Louis Rams team, and really, I mean, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl without him, and we get into that. He beats the Tennessee Titans. I mean, it's not like the NFL playoffs are an easy thing, but Kurt Warner made it look easy in his first year.
0: Teams and players with rookie quarterback, I would consider Kurt Warner to be a rookie. You know, he, this is his first year in the league. Rookie quarterbacks, first year quarterbacks in the postseason, always struggle. It's like a fact. They always struggle. The postseason is nothing like the regular season. Kurt Warner put that up past him and led the Rams to the Super Bowl and fun fact here: this is the last time a quarterback won the MVP in the regular season and won the Super Bowl in the same season. This is the last time this has happened. We're now in 2021. 1999 was the last
1: time a quarterback has done that. So, Kurt yeah. Warner still living with that streak. 23 years. I mean, that's amazing. You think about it, it would have. You think it would have happened at some point, whether it be Aaron Rodgers winning MVP winning the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, one of his years winning MVP, getting to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, think about Peyton Manning. He was a five-time MVP, but he couldn't win the Super Bowl in any of those years. I mean, it's tough. You're the NFL MVP, and people are coming at you. People want to beat you, and they don't want you to have those same awards in the same year. And Kurt Warner just said, you know, I've got nothing to lose. I'm young. I'm going to go out, and I'm going to get both. And he did that, and it's now a 23-year streak that he holds.
0: It's, it's crazy what he was able to do in one season in the NFL. We have not seen anything like this. I don't, even to this day, Ben Roethlisberger in his rookie year, he was good. But Kurt Warner was on another level. Kurt Warner won MVP. He won the Super Bowl. He won Super Bowl MVP. And I think this is the reason why Kurt Warner was then a longtime quarterback in the NFL because of just one season. If you would have played bad, that was it. Kurt Warner's career in the NFL is probably going to be done. But he showed up in the biggest stage, won a Super Bowl. And this is when the Rams knew that Kurt Warner was their franchise quarterback.
1: Yeah, he took advantage of that opportunity, 100%. And he didn't, I mean, like you said, he never looked back. Um, and that's, that's part of the reason why he got a seven-year contract with the Rams, paying out pretty well. Um, and he, he struggled with injury that year, just the start of injuries for Kurt, which we see play a huge role in his career, as we mentioned um, other quarterbacks as well, such as Tony Romo. Um, but in 2001, he returned to that MVP form. Um, 14 and 2 record for the Rams, even better than that Super Bowl year. Uh, but he took the Rams to the Super Bowl, and sadly, he lost to probably one of the best duos of that uh, that 10 year span.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, going 14 and 2, winning another MVP, All Pro quarterback for Kurt Warner once again. You know, losing to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. That's tough. But that season, Kurt Warner. Great. Again, he led the league in completions, led the league in completion percentages and yards, touchdowns, yards per attempt and quarterback rating. So Kurt Warner was on fire and it just they just fell a little bit short there in 2001. because I think Bill Belichick kind of had a defense set for Kurt Warner and stopped him just a little bit.
1: Yeah, and Bill Belichick's always successful against younger QBs, it seems like. So it's nothing to shock shock there we're all used to it by now but that's you got to think about it that's the uh, Bill Belichick from 20 years ago uh, still doing the same thing he did then today which is pretty crazy Um, but we do see after this Kurt Warner um, he had those years those down years and you you could count some of those to injury but you also have to relate it to some of his playing he struggled quite a bit um, some turnover issues got another shot with the Giants but again just turnovers and injury, it really, this three-year span just hurt Kurt Warner.
0: It really did. And after that 2001 season, it took five, six, seven years for Kurt Warner to, you know, be recognized as, as an elite quarterback in the NFL because you look at that 2002 season. He started six games for the Rams. He went 0-6 for three touchdowns and get this, 11 interceptions, 11 in just six games, man. That that's not good for Kurt Warner. And I think the Rams, they made the logical decision that season.
1: Yeah. I don't think anyone blames the Rams for moving on. I mean, 11 picks and uh, six games is pretty rough. Um, and they gave him another shot. Um, but in 2004, they just said, we're going to have to release you. And, you know, we see the giants give him a shot as well. And he didn't really excel as much there either. Um, but though, we also see, a rookie quarterback, which you see sometimes nowadays, take over. And of course, this rookie quarterback was Super Bowl champion Eli Manning. So probably another smart decision by the Giants. And like you mentioned, Joey, I really don't think we see Warner get back to himself until a couple of years after this. 05, he goes back to the car or he goes to the Cardinals. Um, he plays pretty well, but does again end with injury. But he gets that contract in 06. It gives him some confidence. Um, and this probably leads to part of the reason why he excelled in two thousand eight.
0: Yeah, just it's a rough patch for you know Kurt Warner from two thousand and two to two thousand and seven. He really didn't do much in the NFL. Here are his records that he went as a starting quarterback. Two thousand two, he went zero and six. Two thousand and three, he went zero and one. That was because of injury. Two thousand and four, he went five and four. Two thousand and five, he went two and eight. Two thousand six, he went one and four. And two thousand seven, he went five and six. Now, of course record is not a quarterback stat, but you know, Kurt Warner, he wasn't playing at an, at an elite level like we saw in 1999 and 2001. So you have to, you know, see is Kurt Warner, is this the end of Kurt Warner here
1: before the 2008 season? Yeah. I mean, it, I'm sure a lot of people were thinking that he's, he's getting up there in age. He's taking a lot of injuries to where we see nowadays that a lot of quarterbacks start to consider retirement relatively early. Um, Injuries play a huge toll on quarterbacks, and Kurt Warner had his fair share of those. Um, but in 2008, I think I mean it's like this show. Every time it comes up, he started from the bottom. I mean, he's not playing good in 2002 to 2007. Joey just read off his records. He's struggling. I mean, for a team to give him, even give him a chance again is pretty rare. But we see again he excels in this 2008 season. And he, he confirms that he is one of the greatest quarterbacks to play our game.
0: Yeah. And this goes back, as you mentioned, to our show in 1999, when he first got his start, people were doubting him. People didn't think, who's Kurt Warner? Why is he starting for this Rams team? There are better options. Then again, you hear the, the critics in 2007, Kurt Warner's washed. Kurt Warner's done. They need to find something else, the Cardinals. Then Kurt Warner steps up played a good season for the first time that we've seen him play since 2001. He threw for 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. And, of course, that Cardinals team, they made the postseason. This is the first time Kurt Warner saw the postseason since 2001.
1: Yeah, and what a team that was. I mean, you got to think about it. That team includes Hall of Famer Larry Fitzgerald, who is still playing to this day, but you also have – uh, Edron James and Anquan Bolden pretty good offense there similar to his days um, with the Rams when he got to the Super Bowl and also won the Super Bowl that offense it was good it was built around Kurt Warner I mean it had talent and so we see this he fights his way through the postseason the Cardinals really do I mean they defeat good teams in the Falcons the Panthers and the Eagles and they advance to the Super Bowl Kurt Warner gets back to the Super Bowl for the first time since 01 um, but we do see them lose to the Steelers. And, man, Joey, I, I know I remember this game, but what about you? What do you remember from that Steelers-Cardinals game?
0: That Santonio Holmes catch in the back of the end zone, that, that's up there with one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history, up there with the Julian Edelman catch against the Falcons and the David Tyree catch against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Those three are, you know, they're some of the greatest catches. And that catch, it hurts hurts Kurt Warner's team, man. Because of that, they lose the game, and it just sucks because we'll never see Kurt Warner again in the Super Bowl after that moment.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned it. I mean, that catch is right up there with all those other great catches in the Super Bowl. Um, Ben Roethlisberger put that ball right where Holmes could catch it, and, I mean, Holmes just made a play. Uh, It put the Steelers up late in the game, really didn't give Cardinals too much hope to make another score. The score was 27-23, so they would indeed um, needed a touchdown. So, I mean, not much time left on the clock. And just the Cardinals were so close. Kurt Warner was so close to getting his second career Super Bowl, but that's how it works sometimes in the professionals. I mean, you're inches away, but that's why you're playing against other professionals because they also know how to win in these tight spots. So in 2009, yeah, yeah, he was – I mean – Again, just battled through injuries, but he he had bright spots. Um, as I mentioned, he broke a record—ninety-two point um, three percent—a rating during during one of his games, which broke a record. I believe it was twenty-four for twenty-six. Uh, that's a pretty good game, and he still got him to the postseason.
0: Yeah, and you know this was past—you would say—Kurt Warner's prime. He's now thirty-eight years old, and this is kind of his last shot at getting in the postseason and making a run. And it they fall just short losing to the Saints, and that Saints team, you know, went on to win the Super Bowl. So this is when we see Kurt Warner kind of calls it a career. His injuries are taking a toll on his body, and he feels like, you know, this is the end of his career in the NFL.
1: Yeah, and Joey, we talk about this almost every episode because it seems to play a toll in everyone's career. I mean, what did do injuries do to these players, and specifically Kurt Warner?
0: It – it hurts your body. You wake up, you're in so much pain and you just don't want to deal with that anymore. He's at the age of this time, 38 years old. Why would he want to go through that anymore? He feel like he made an impact in the NFL. He's at the best he could have been prior to his 38 year old season. And he just feels like he doesn't want to deal with the injuries anymore. So he's going to call it quits and, you know, finish out his career after the
1: 2009 season. Yeah. You know, you mentioned it, you hit it right on the spot, Joey. It's these injuries take tolls, and it's it's honestly rare for this day and age to see anyone not suffer through injuries. I mean, it seems like every player we know, quarterback, uh, wide receiver, running back, defensive end, defensive tackle, cornerback, linebacker, even in other leagues, NBA, MLB, NHL, somebody at some point in their career deals with injuries, and that and that always plays a toll as to why they retire either early or just when they decide to retire. I mean, injuries play a toll on professional athletes, and it's something that can't be stated enough. Kurt Warner had his fair share, and and then that's a big reason why he retired in that 2010 season. I think he had enough, and like you said, Joey, he knew he contributed to this game. He did everything he could. He got to three Super Bowls, he won one, and he really did everything he could to make an impact in the NFL. And so – his impact ultimately led him to get inducted into a couple Hall of Fames, um, St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, as I mentioned, that's where he started his career um, with the Rams. And so he got inducted into there in 2014. But he also was the only player to be inducted into the Arena Football Hall of Fame, as well as the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, and I had I a question for you here. You know, Kurt Warner, I guess he was a great quarterback in the NFL because he is a Hall of Famer, but... Do you think that he should have been in the Hall of Fame? You know, looking at his seasons, he only had five good seasons. Really looking at it. He's only won four Pro Bowls. Um, He's won two MVPs, two All-Pros, obviously. But is this good enough to be in the Hall of Fame? Obviously it is. But do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame?
1: You know, I do think he should. I mean, you look at where he came from. I I don't know if that plays a role um, as, as we're really talking about right now. But just to come from basically arena football in Europe to one within one year and winning an MVP and winning a Super Bowl. I mean, you've said it. You've said it multiple times in this story. We that's something we've never seen before. We have never seen somebody come from either arena football or Europe or some other type of football and immediately come into the NFL and make this big of an impact. Nobody else has done it. I mean, there have been players that have worked their way up slowly But nobody just comes in in one season, ultimately clicks, leads his team to a Super Bowl and wins MVP. He had his moments. He had great stats in, what, 99, 01, um, 08, and 09. I mean, he had, I would say, four great seasons. There were times where it was a mediocre season and the teams either decided to pull him for a better starter or it was injuries. So I do think he deserves to be. I mean, he had those years where it was just, Kurt Warner is one of the best footballers in the game. And so when you look at that, really, I think if anyone is ever considered one of the best players at their position at a point in time for four to five years, they'll probably make it into the Hall of Fame.
0: I don't know. It, it's tough. You know, Kurt Warner's a great quarterback. We know that. But he had a stretch for six seasons where he either didn't finish because of injuries or he didn't finish because they pulled him. You look at this, he played. Six games, one game, nine games, 10 games, five games, 11 games during that span. He never finished a season. And I don't know. He is a great quarterback. We know that. I don't know if it's because of the journey to the NFL or just simply because he won two All-Pros, he won two MVPs, and he's a Super Bowl champion. I think that's big in terms of electing guys into the Hall of Fame. So it kind of brings me to does Eli Manning now deserve it? You know, he's won two Super Bowl, two Super Bowl MVPs. I'm not sure. But I think Kurt Warner should have done enough. I guess it was enough for him to get elected into the Hall of Fame. I'm just a little hesitant on if he should be in the Hall of Fame. But overall, great career from Kurt Warner. And he won his his one Super Bowl and two MVP awards. So props to him on his journey from starting from the bottom, working his way up, and becoming two-time MVP winner.
1: Yeah, definitely props to Kurt Warner. And it's just interesting. It's a great career. Um, either way, um, he had a great career, and it's it's something like we always mention. We don't see it too often. We don't see these stories, um, and as Joey mentioned, um, it's just it's a great story. And props to Kurt Warner for starting from the bottom, getting to the top, and really really finishing at the top. And I think it's pretty crazy to point out that out of our five episodes so far, Joey pointed this out at the beginning of the episode um, before we started. This is our first. This is our first player that has actually made their Hall of Fame. Um, Tony Romo has not yet been inducted, and we don't know if he will be. Um, Jimmy Butler is obviously still playing. Tony Romo, or Jeremy Lin, is still playing as well, as well as Jose Bautista. So, I mean, we don't know. This is our first guaranteed Hall of Fame, and it's pretty crazy to see these players work up, and we only have one Hall of Fame so far.
0: And it just, it just proves that it doesn't matter where you start from or how you start. It's how you finish. Kurt Warner, working at a grocery store, working at a grocery store to five years later, becoming a Super Bowl winning quarterback, that's just unheard of. And props to, you know, Kurt Warner. I think this show, it shows that doesn't matter how you start, where you start, but if you work your way up, you work hard. If you start from the bottom, if you work hard, you will accomplish what you can in life and even past football past sports if you work hard at anything put your mind to it you can accomplish nearly anything
1: can't say it any better myself i mean that's what it is you work hard you can accomplish anything thank you for tuning in to our week five of started from the bottom make sure to uh Always look out for your grocery store clerks you never know. They could be future Super Bowl champions. We'll see you next week.